French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Baby, you a song, you make me want to roll my windows down and cruise. What's up? How we doing, Southeast Louisiana? It is play-by-play here on KLEB. We've got a fun show coming your way. We've got a couple of regular guests who will be coming on, talking about some things happening in their world. We've got Chandler Guitro, South LaFouche High School freshman football coach, and also South LaFouche head baseball coach will be joining us at 1145. The Tarpon freshmen played their jamboree yesterday. We'll ask Coach Chandler about that. Then at noon, we've got Tommy Minton, a guy who played his varsity jamboree last night against St. James. Vanderbilt Terriers fell 14-7 to in that one against a very good St. James crew. We'll ask Coach Minton about how that went for his team. Then at 12.15, we'll talk about some things happening in the world of sports. We've got college football today. We've got Saints football today. Actually, we've got college football tomorrow. Saints football today. And other things happening in the world of sports. And then, you know, bottom of the show, we make our weekend predictions and do everything of the sort. We're fired up and we're super excited for everything that lies ahead. Then at the bottom of the show, we've got our betting picks. Let's thank our sponsors for allowing us to be here today. Uh... That's the wrong sponsor sheet. I grabbed the wrong one. I should probably throw this old one away, right? Here's the right one. The Blue Boot Foundation, Southland Dodge and Homa, Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Do friend building materials. Got you covered for all your roofing needs. How about Buzz Off? The only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's Markets feels like home. Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South LaFouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. Join us tomorrow, 10 o'clock, for the Sports Corner, presented by Terrebonne General Health System with Stan Gravaugh and myself for the latest in local high school, college, and professional sports from your local sports experts, sponsored by State Bank and Trust Company, presented by Terrebonne General Health System. And tonight, join us live, Friday night football, weather permitting. South LaFouche Jamboree, the Tarpons will be taking on HL Bourgeois at 8.15. Our broadcast will be sponsored by 3T Oil, Lady of the Sea General Hospital, State Bank and Trust Company, Advanced Eye Institute, State Farm Agent Ashley Barrios, Danos, Golden Motors, and Tanner McGee for Judge Court of Appeals. Also, Thibodeau Regional Medical Center, Joe Septic Contractors, Terrebonne General Medical Center, Southland Dodge, Rouse's Markets, South Lafouche Bank, Rev, and also Heather Hendricks, candidate for Lafouche Parish Judge Division A. So, y'all, I know it doesn't feel like it. Because if you look outside the window right now, it looks like Armageddon. It looks like Seattle. It's raining. It's, you know, not great weather. It's game day. It is officially game day in Southeast Louisiana. We're fired up. We've got South LaFouche football beyond the horizon tonight. Around 8 o'clock, Brian Collin and myself will be broadcasting the Tarpons taking on HL Bourgeois. Game day is here. The game is not going to count for power ratings. But it's still going to have me fired up because we're going to be calling the action. I've been warming up my voice. I know you guys can't tell because I'm hoarse in the mornings. But I've been warming up. I've been staying ready. It is game day. I cannot wait to see South Lafouche and HL Bourgeois tonight. I cannot wait to see Terrebonne and E.D. White before that. I cannot wait to hear reports from Abby Lazard, who's going to be covering the South Terrebonne, Terrebonne General Jamboree, to hear about how Central Lafouche does against South Terrebonne, about how Thibodeau does against Ellender. We've got local action today. I can't wait to hear from Cullen Mathern about how CCA does out over in Patterson and from Butch about how Homa Christian does. E.D. White's going to be playing as well. We already know what Vanderbilt did. 
It is the best and most fun time of the year. And oh yeah, we currently don't have a storm in the Gulf, so that makes it even better, knock on wood, because there are some models that say there may be a storm coming next week, but we'll worry about that whenever we get there because it is here. The kids are excited. I'm excited. The community's excited. It is game day. Soak it all in. We cannot wait to get out to Memorial Stadium today to see South Lafouche take on HL Bourgeois couple of things that I'm looking for for both teams. From South Lafouche's perspective, can you effectively run the football and move the line of scrimmage with your offensive front? If there was a point of play in the scrimmage against CCA that I would have wanted to see improve, it would have been A, tackling in the defensive backfield because there were plenty times where the Tarpons were making first contact behind the line of scrimmage and CCA's ball carrier was shaking the first guy and then going to get three, four yards, sometimes even 10, 15 yards. Make the tackle upon first contact. If you do that, you'll have a great defense. That's the first thing. The second thing would be moving the line of scrimmage as an offensive line. There were too many negative plays. There were too many plays where the offensive line just decided, you know what, we're tired to hell with this. We're not blocking this play. That can't happen. you got to have consistency. You can't take those plays off. Coach Young talked about it in his Wednesday interview. you got to bring that relentless effort every single time we snap it, and that'll be something to keep an eye on today as they're taking on HL Bourgeois. On the other end of things, from the HL Bourgeois perspective, look, they were really good last year. They were a 5A playoff team. It's hard to be a 5A playoff team. I want to see from their perspective tonight, can they get their playmakers in space and give them opportunities to have success? If they can, they're going to be in good shape tonight. If they can't, they struggle and they get behind the chains and they're having the punt and the Tarpons are having the ball and controlling time of possession, it's going to be a long two quarters. If something in between those two you know, polar extremes happen, then we should have what I expect to happen is a very close competitive two-quarter ball game. In the first half of our local jamboree, which you'll be able to see pictures of on LaFoucheGazette.com, which we're not actually broadcasting live on the air, I want to see the power defense and run game of E.D. White. Look, everybody today, they want to go shotgun. They want to throw the ball. They want to do this. They want to do that. That's cool, and it's pretty, and it looks like the college football games that you see on TV, so that's cool. There's a special place in my heart for the team that says, you know what? We don't care about none of that. We're going to line up this ball in the middle of the field. We're going to put a bunch of tight ends. We're going to put a bunch of wing backs in. And we're going to jam this ball down your throat, and there's not a damn thing you're going to do to stop it. That's the way E.D. White plays. It's an alternative brand. It's not the way that the game has evolved or shifted. But if you execute it and you got the right dudes and you got the right mind frame, still could be extremely effective playing that way. That's the way they play. It's a physical brand. They don't care about throwing it 50 times. They don't care about, you know, really anything other than knocking you on your behind and, you know, playing physical and controlling the line of scrimmage. I want to see if Terrebonne could handle that physicality. I want to see if Terrebonne's defense could hold up for that through just two quarters. If they can, hey, it's probably a good sign that they'll be okay during the season. But if they're starting to wear down after just two quarters of that, then we really got to be looking at, okay, you're going to get into this Bayou River district with Destrahan and Hanville and everything of the sort, and you broke down after just two quarters of playing against C.D. White. How are you going to survive the four quarters against everybody else? So it's a big opportunity. I know E.D. White is going to be solid. 
I know Andy White's going to be solid. It's a big opportunity for Terrible on the show. Hey, we're pretty damn good too. We should, you know, time for someone to serenade us with our roses and give us a little bit of credit in our local Bayou district. Out in the other jamboree, out at South Terrebonne, keep hitting pause on the mic to clear my throat, man. Allergies are killer, I'm telling you. Um, I want to see Thibodeau and Ellender. That'll be a lot of fun. And then I want to see what Central Lafouche could do. Because there were reports, and everybody's saying this. It's not just me. Everybody's saying this. That Central Lafouche played well against Assumption. Now they get another opponent. They're taking on South Terrebonne. What happens if they win that jamboree? Like we're gonna have to start reevaluating and, and reconstructing our, you know, projections for the standings and everything of the sort for this upcoming year. So there's a lot of intrigue. And I get it. They don't matter on the PowerPoints. Everybody's gonna wake up tomorrow morning and they're gonna be zero and zero and they're gonna be getting ready for the upcoming seasons. These games don't mean anything. But at its core, it does mean something when you could line up and perform well for two quarters. And you could prove to your coaches that you could do it. If you're a fringe player or an underclassman player and this is your first time under the lights, it's an opportunity to show your coaches, hey, this moment isn't too big for me. So it's a game that doesn't count, but it does count, if that makes any sense. And we look so much forward to seeing how the action takes shape tonight. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Tommy Minton. His team is already through uh, with the Jamboree stuff. They took on St. James yesterday, fell 14-7. to Watch Coach Minton about how that game went for them. You're on play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. RTC, ETEL, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now, we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, Etel, and Vision are now Rev. New name, same company. Learn more at Let'sRev.com. Hoorah! I am Wilbur Lewis, a Vietnam veteran. With the help of some generous donors, I'm trying to get our local veterans together, along with their wives, for a Veterans Day dinner at the VFW Hall in La Rose on November the 12th at 6.30 p.m. If I have not contacted you yet and you are interested in attending the dinner, 
please text me your name and phone number and the branch of service, 985-637-3849, 637-3849. Thank you. You know, coaches often say that the scrimmages and the jamborees are a chance to iron out some things and correct some mistakes. Well, look, that goes for me too, I guess, because at the end of the last segment, I said, oh, yeah, next segment of the show, we're going to Tommy Mint and Vanderbilt Catholic. They played their jamboree last night. I totally read my sheet wrong. Nope, we're going to Chandler Guitro, South Lafouche freshman football coach, head baseball coach. He's in the same situation as Tommy Mint, and he played his jamboree last night as well. Coach Guitro, sorry about that, buddy. How are you doing this morning, man? Hello, Coach. Coach, can you hear us, sir? Oh, well, we're having a hard time getting Chandler Guitros. Chandler, stand by. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to signal Buddy Miller to come in here, see if we could get some things situated. All right, Chandler, are you with us now? Hello, Coach. Well, we're going to pause here. We're going to try to get Chandler Guitros on in this this segment of the show. Uh, Chandler, stand by. I got Buddy headed over this way. He is going to try to fix whatever is going on with our microphone. Let's see. Chandler, one more try. Can you hear us? Hello. All right. All right. We got, we got it. We were having a hard time getting connected with Chandler. You, do you hear us now, brother? Yes, sir. All right. Well, we got you now, Chandler. What's going on, brother? How are you doing? You guys are fresh off of your jamboree yesterday. Uh, how's things going, bro? doing great man uh you know uh, last night definitely good to see us against other competition uh you know we we play in the same guys against each other so really got to uh, see exactly what areas uh, we have some holes in and uh make some personnel uh changes going forward very good man you guys were taking on Thibodeau um you guys were getting your first work and you know that's what that's why you do these you know try to figure some things out and learn some things and you know coaches always say man as long as they're correctable mistakes will be okay do you think that the, you know that they were correctable mistakes? Get back to practice and make some improvements. Uh, yeah, man, we're uh, definitely uh, you know started out great last night. We uh, we won the toss, got the ball first uh, because in a jamboree setting, you just want to get as many possessions as possible. To be honest with you, and uh, we were driving it right up and down the field. Ended up getting uh, stopped on a fourth down play on about the tenth play of the drive, but uh, had some nice runs from Terrence Petrie and uh, Darren. I'm sorry, uh, Terrence Petrie and Ress uh, Dewey. Um, and then, uh, you know, once we turned it over, we talked about, uh, you know, the lack of linemen that we had, and we were trying not to play guys both ways, and we just got pushed around a little bit up front. Uh, so then, uh, you know, we were trying to avoid playing guys both ways, and that ended up being what we had to do just to keep it mildly competitive uh, on the defensive side, and our, our front line got tired playing both ways pretty quick. So uh, it was a little bit more difficult on both sides of the ball having to do that, but definitely some personnel changes that we feel we can make uh, moving forward to help us more competitive on the defensive end. You know, playing a quarterback that was historically under center last year and then maybe even using a center that was under center at the middle school levels, I noticed in a lot of the pictures, and look, I was not there last night, but I noticed in a lot of the pictures, I got a lot of pictures of my boy Terrence jumping up to try to catch the snap. Talk about that transition of moving a guy because, look, man, the first thing you got to do every play is, is get the snap to the quarterback, and it looked like at times that was a little bit of an issue for you all last night. Yeah, and uh, look, it started out great in practice. Uh, it's uh, Tucker Dontan as our center. He's doing a tremendous job for us, and uh, he'll get after you, man. He's, he's a very good football player. 
But uh, last night, I think as the game wore down, he had to play defense too on that defensive line, just trying to, uh, you know, uh, keep guys rotating in and out. He just got tired toward the end of it. So I think that that had a lot to do with it. Um, you know, hopefully with the changes that we make, we're going to be able to save those guys, especially him uh, for the offensive side of the ball. That way he's not huffing and puffing, uh, playing every single snap of the game. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's pretty simple. We've got to get in better shape, number one, and we got to, uh, you know, find guys that are able to rotate in on defense so we don't have to rotate Tucker in there. Hughes kid catches a touchdown pass last night. I know you mentioned him last Friday as a kid that you were excited about. Man, I'm sure it was good to see him get in space and make a play. Yeah, I mean, that was actually a last play that I have. They were playing cover, too. We kind of switched our wide receiver alignment a little bit, ran a post right to where they weren't, and he uh, he ran such a great route, man, and uh, he burned them. So it was uh, great, for, great for Dre, uh, great for Terrence. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, times during the game with our line as tired as we, uh, as we got, he had to run around a little bit on our, uh, on our passing plays. So for him to be able to have time, make a good throw, was great to get his uh, confidence up. And, uh, you know, that's definitely something that we want to expound upon. We're not, uh, we didn't throw the ball a whole lot last night, uh, but that's definitely uh, an area of the game that we could definitely, uh, you know, expand our offense. And I think we have great things uh, moving forward. And I think that Dre's a guy that you're going to be seeing on Friday nights by next year. He's a, he's a very good player, has good hands, runs good routes, and he has such great uh, quick twitch moves, I guess you'd call it, on those shorter routes. Uh, he's going to be a nightmare for defenses in the area for years to come. What were some of the things that you liked the most, bro? I know you said you know you, you didn't like that you guys kind of wore down a little bit, but what were some of the pauses and some of the things that you liked the best about the way you guys played? Uh, definitely, uh, you know, first drive of the game, we were really firing off the ball while we were fresh. Uh, I mean, definitely that uh, our offensive line reestablishing the line of scrimmage uh, three and four yards down, and uh, I thought Terrence did a good job, and uh, Jaden Lee as well. Whenever the read called to him to pull, he, they, uh, they pulled. And whenever the recall for a give, we gave. And, uh, you know, that's really the, the big thing you want is them seeing it. The results of a play are going to be what they are at the freshman level, but especially those guys playing in the backfield, them being able to read uh, defensive end, knowing what we're trying to accomplish, knowing what we're looking for, that's really the big thing that we're uh, focused on this year. So definitely was uh, very impressed with uh, the way that they came out. First uh, live bullets for those guys, uh, first time running in the spread offense. And as uh, spread quarterbacks, and they did a tremendous job reading the defense. I know that your you know primary focus right now is on the freshman team, but the varsity uh, jamboree is going to be tonight over at Memorial Stadium. Have you gotten a little bit of a peek into you know how they're looking at practice? I know the the scrimmage last Friday looked pretty good, did some good things, did some bad things. I know BJ's looking forward to seeing the, an, another opportunity to face another opponent. It's a big day today for the Tarpons. Yeah, absolutely it is. And uh, I didn't get uh, – we really didn't practice as much with them as we had been just with the rain situation. We were kind of moving around uh, practice. So I didn't get as much of a look. But uh, the boys are excited, man. We had a first morning pep rally today. You see the uh, kids walking around in jerseys. It's, uh, you know, it's it's football's back. You know, we haven't really had, uh, you know, the school year – uh, you know, like a normal school year and seeing guys uh, walking around with their jerseys on the band, walking around before a game. It's been a long time since we've had that happen. So it was just great to get back to that. And, uh, you know, our, uh, you know, our defense has really been just here and around the locker room, just such a big focus on tackling this week, rallying to the ball. And offensively, it's about, uh, you know, expanding on what we did last week. We really threw it and caught it pretty well. Uh, had some good reads uh, from the quarterback. Abram Berg ran like a man possessed. 
but now it's a, it's a little bit of a step up. You're going against a 5A opponent and a very quality 5A opponent that's going to test them a little bit more physically. So I know our kids are very much looking forward to the challenge. BJ kind of said on Wednesday and, and, you know, after the scrimmage as well is that, you know, hey, man, look, we were facing CCA. We knew we were bigger than them. We knew we had more depth than them. We could have just run the ball every play and, you know, kind of broke down their line. But we wanted to, you know, get some looks for our quarterback and see how he handled the route tree and everything. What I'm getting at, though, is today, if there's something that's working, he ain't going away from it. I think today the emphasis is going to be a little more on, hey, let's go win. Let's treat this like a regular season game and let's get after it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's about establishing where we want to go for the rest of the season. So, uh, you know, we're, you obviously want to work on things and develop, but, you know, that's when they keep in score for real. There's a there's a clock, we, and they got a scoreboard, and, uh, you know, you always want to end up on the good end of that to establish that confidence going into the year. Uh, and like you said last week, uh, you know, just physically uh, they wore down. Uh, Abram was just delivering some big blows. Uh, I think today you're going to see some guys that are going to be ready to fit up and challenge our guys. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be treated like a real game in all phases and very much looking forward to seeing the way our kids respond. On the freshman level, when do you guys get back at it, bro? Uh, next Wednesday, we're going to be traveling to Destrahan. So a quick turnaround. Uh, obviously, on Fridays, on varsity game days, we don't bring our guys in just to make sure the uh, varsity guys are uh, you know, getting in the right frame of mind in the locker room. Uh, so we got Monday, Tuesday to correct some mistakes, definitely make some uh, personnel changes. I think we're going to be moving some of our inside linebackers to the defensive line, some of our outside linebackers to the middle. And, uh, you know, working kids in new spots and uh, doing what we can to uh, to ride the ship that we were on yesterday. Bro, I got to ask you about this, man. And I, I've been asked more about this than anything that's happening on the field. Those new uniforms Varsity's wearing are sick, bro. Like, they're they're very, very, very nice. You're, you yeah, follow South Lafouche history. Do you think that's the best tops that we've ever had? I'd say so, and I think just the white helmet makes it, man. It's, yep. it's such a clean look, and uh, I think that people are going to love when they get to see our all-whites. Uh, you know, that, that's going to be such a clean look. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Coach Young did a great job designing the uniform, and uh, I think the helmets are what make it, man. I agree with that 100%. Let's talk baseball for a second. I know your focus is on football right now, but is there anything going on, bro, either with you know kids getting in some work or maybe even some things happening over at the ballpark, that you know some repairs or anything? Uh, nothing new on the repair front. Casey, I'm not going to lie to you. It's, uh, it's been such a chore just to try to cut the grass yeah. the field with, all the, with all the rain, man. I mean, I finally got a dry day, I believe, on Tuesday. Cut the infield, cut the foul lines. I'll start cutting the outfield, and it starts pouring on me. Uh, so, it's uh it's been a mess trying to you know maintain the facility, but we're doing what we can. Uh, as far as the kids, they're uh, currently working out in their PE classes, and uh, we're giving Coach Kali uh, a chance just to make sure all the uh, the fall athletes are kind of cleared. And uh, probably around mid September, early October is when we're looking to get our baseball guys cleared, and uh, starting with that uh, that preseason work that we don't know exactly what we're going to be able to do yet. Uh, but we want to aim by the end of uh, September, early October, to get rolling with our guys in the cages. Okay, good deal, buddy. Um, last question before I let you go, man. How many uh, freshman boys we got in the football program, man? How many kids are, are out there right now? Uh, altogether, we dressed out, I believe, 27 last night, but it, that doesn't count the six that are uh, playing at that JV level and uh, actually a couple on the varsity level. You're going to see one for sure that I know is starting tonight at a cornerback spot. Uh, so uh, it's in the uh, low 30s right now altogether. Okay, sounds like a winner, bro. Look, man, thanks so much for the time. We'll chat again next Friday. 
All right, Casey, have a good one, man. Yep, there's Coach Chandler Guitro. Sorry about that technical issue, man. I don't know what was going on. and just Phone line wasn't working, and we start just hitting buttons over here on the phone line situation. Then the bud comes in here and says, no, you can't have that pressed down. Okay, sounds good to me. Whatever it was, we got it working, and uh, we should be good to go now for the rest of the show. I gave you some bad information at the top of or the, the end of the last segment. I said we're going to Tommy Minton. I ain't lying to you this time. Now, at the end of this break, we're going to be going to Tommy Minton, Vanderbilt Catholic. The uh, Terriers played St. James in their jamboree yesterday, fell 14-7. to Ain't no shame in falling 14-7 to to St. James. That's a good football program. And we'll ask Coach Minton how he thought his team played in the next segment on play-by-play. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed. Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances in medical technology with a gentle caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call state farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you. And load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home.
A lot of the area is preparing for tonight for their Jamborees, but we've got one local club that is now preparing for week one, and that's the Vanderbilt Terriers. They had their Jamboree last night against St. James, fell 14-7 to on the scoreboard. We chat now with their head football coach, Coach Tommy Minton. Coach, good afternoon. How are you? Doing fine. Doing fine. Glad to be with y'all. Yes, sir. You guys uh, got on the field, took on St. James. You were kind of telling me before we had you on the air, you know, good opportunity to get some work against a good opponent. How'd you guys fare, man? Well, you know, I we pretty much controlled the whole first half of the ball game. We had three red zone drives, and we got zero points from and that that's that's the most aggravating thing of the evening. We didn't finish on offense. Uh you know, we're going to have zero zero in a game that we could have been well in control of if we finished those drives. And uh, you know, that's something we'll work on. Uh and then, you know, we we, we gave up a, two really big plays in the second half that, that led to them uh getting scores and uh ends up a fourteen seven ball game. But uh, you know, I I feel like we made a lot of progress on defense from the scrimmage. There's a lot of areas I really wasn't pleased with on defense from the scrimmage that we improved on. So, you know, we're moving in the right direction. You know, sometimes progress isn't made as fast as you want it, but at least it is progress. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, no so doubt. The, the empty drives, Coach, was that, you know, just penalties or stalling out missing kicks? Or what, what was it that's calling you to not score well, down there? We, uh, one of them, we, 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 we end up first at 18, and then we get behind the chain with two penalties, a holding call and a, a procedure call. And then uh, another one of the drives, we, you know, we got a, a nice, a nice call in fourth down, and we, we we don't make a play in the end zone with catching a ball that we should. Uh, and then the third drive, we uh, we get behind the chains with two negative plays after we get first down on about the, uh, I think we were on the 21 yard line at first down, and uh, and, and get two two bad negative plays that were blocking breakdowns. So. You know, it was, a, it was basically all us. And uh, the good news is that's all correctable stuff, though. And we'll work on it. We'll get better from it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And look, you know, on the flip side to that, as you said, it's all correctable stuff. And look, you guys were able to move the ball well enough to get in the red zone. So that's a positive, too, is that you guys were having some success. Well, yeah, yeah, that makes me feel good. The things we're asking our kids to do is stuff that they can do. And, uh, you know, that's what you want to see on film. Are we asking too much of them? Or are we asking them to do things that they're physically not capable of doing? Well, no, we can we can do the things that, that we're trying to build our offense around. And, you know, there were points where we looked very, very, very good on offense. And uh, there's some things that I, I see that is going to help us a lot down the road. Uh, our quarterback can make plays with his feet. I mean, he did a good job running the football last night. That's going to take some pressure off Jalen, you know. Uh, our passing game has been effective at times in the intermediate to short range. Uh, we need to work more on stretching the field vertically. So, you know, there's, there's things there that you see when you come out of this thing, and uh, and we'll get better from it. Coach, you said you liked some of the improvements your defense made. Uh, specifically, what were some things that you guys did better than uh, during the scrimmage? Number one, we, we, we tackled a whole lot better. You know, we didn't tackle well against against uh, Terrebonne, and we tackled some good athletes in space uh, last night, and that made me feel a whole lot better. Uh, you know, we had we had seven guys that last week was their first varsity start on defense. They got some experience. They got uh, 
took some heat in the film session and they got better from it on the practice field this week and and I saw some improvement there so uh and you know there's still a lot of a, a lot of improvement left to make we, we didn't fit exactly in all the right gaps last night that we needed need to and we didn't set the edge as hard as we need to on some outside run plays so i mean you know uh we we taking baby steps but we go, we're going to get there very good now Week one opponent will be a good one, taking on E.D. White. That'll be a big matchup. They're actually playing tonight against Terrebonne. How do you guys approach that? Do you just wait to get the film, or are you sending a few coaches out to watch E.D. White? How do you guys approach the scouting for that one? Oh, I mean, I'm going to go watch them play tonight. There's no way I could go home and relax without <laughs> knowing that they're playing and I'm not watching them. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch them. And then, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get into the film of it tomorrow. But you can see so much – when you go watch a team live, you know, I'm old school enough that, you know, uh, I still believe in that. And, uh, I want to see, you know, exactly body language, demeanor on the sidelines. I want to see if, uh, you know, you don't see injuries on film. It's hard to tell, you know, so you can see all these things and, uh, and help put a preliminary scouting report together. Glad you said that, man, because, look, I'm 35. I'm not as old school as you, but I agree. I think that you could, you know, obviously Huddle's a great tool and watching it on film is awesome and all that, but there's just a little bit of an extra element you could get when you're actually in the stands watching it in person. There are these little things you could pick up on. I'm glad you said that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm a firm believer in that. That's the way I was broke in in this, in this game in 1985, and, uh, hey, I you know, there's some there's certain absolutes that I still believe in, and I'm going to carry with me till they boot me out of this profession. So. <laughs> Very good, coach. In terms of some things that Vanderbilt has to do better before Week One, because I know a lot of, a lot of the focus will be, hey, you know, fixing us and making sure that we play our best game. What are some of those areas that you guys are going to be looking to polish up before next Friday? Well, you know, I, I want to focus hard this week on us doing what we have to do to get better and, and executing the things we have to do to win this football game. You know, we, we can't get caught up in all the hoopla around this game. It hadn't been played in two years and all of this. You know, it, it, it's about preparing and going out and, and putting your best foot forward and, and doing the things that make you good. Uh, you know, and, and several of those things are we need, to, uh, we need to have a little bit more killer instinct up front on both sides of the football a little bit more physicalness, a little bit more aggressiveness. And uh, we've we got the physical ability there. We need to quit feeling our way around, and we need to just get in full attack mode. Yeah, very good. Look, I know it's a long season. It's a 10-week season. But on the flip side to that, this is a big one right out of the gate, and I ain't even talking about the rivalry. I just mean, look, Tylenol's going to win some games. This is an opportunity to get a bunch, a bunch of points right out of the shoot. So right out of the gate, you guys have an opportunity to really position yourselves well. Oh, exactly. I mean, when you start looking at PowerPoints, this is a game that, you know, you, you feel like if we win this game, you, you're going to pick up eight or nine wins from E.D. White, you know. And I, I'm pretty sure I would hope they feel the same way about us, you know. So, so you know, it, it's, a, uh, it's a situation where we feel like, you know, you can jump ahead in the power, power rankings race right away. One of the things that you said a minute ago that you guys did so well was, you know, tackling and against them that's of utmost importance because they run you know that option style offense where if you miss one tackle they could you know they could pop it for an extra 10 15 more yards i'm sure that's going to be of utmost importance on friday night exactly and you know this is going to be 
a different type of game from what we've had the last two weeks. You know, our scrimmage and our uh, jamboree last night were against two spread teams that like to get the ball to great skill athletes in space. And, and you know, you got to break down an open field and make tackles in those situations. This game is going to be a physical war up front. You know, uh, their whole offensive philosophy is if they gain three and a half yards, they're perfectly happy because three times three and a half gives you a first down and you're moving the chains. You know, and, and that's what they want to do. They want to dominate the line of scrimmage. They want to move the chains. And, you know, that keeps the defense off the field. It keeps the ball in their possession. And, uh, you know, so, so we got to, we got to translate that into a different type of game than what we've played the last two weeks. No doubt about that. Injury wise, did you guys get out of your jamboree clean? Yeah. Yeah. We came out pretty good. Pretty good. A few bumps and bruises, but nothing that's going to hinder us for next week. Beautiful. Well, look, coach, we thank you so much for the time. Uh, we'll, we'll chat again probably next week before your matchup with ED White. Okay. Sounds good, Kate. Thanks for having me, man. Yep, that is Coach Tommy Minton with Vanderbilt doing a wonderful job. That's going to be a big one, y'all. That's going to be a big one. E.D. White and Vanderbilt, I'm telling you, that's going to be an opportunity for one of those teams in Division Two to put a big, big flag down and say, hey, we're here. Because the winner of that one is going to get a bunch of PowerPoints from the other. Vanderbilt's going to win a bunch of games. E.D. White's going to win a bunch of games. Whoever gets that one under their belt is going to be in good position. E.D. White made it to the championship last year in Division II. They have eyes on being just as good, if not better. Vanderbilt was one win away from the championship in Division II. They have eyes on being just as good, if not better. We're going to be at South Lafourche and St. Edmund next Friday. But if we were not, that would be a fun one to go see. Because, look, I told you earlier in the show, today the inclination is, oh, let's spread it out. Oh, let's throw the ball to the receivers. Oh, you know, let's throw the ball 50 times. You know, we don't want to run. We want to spread the field, get the ball to athletes in space. This game is going to be put the damn ball in the middle of the field and let's go and beat the hell out of each other for the next three hours up front. Those teams are going to pound on one another at the line of scrimmage. It's going to be physical. It's not going to quite be like Army-Navy because Vanderbilt does kind of open up the offense a little bit, whereas E.D. White is a very closed-up option-style offense. But it's going to be that same type of whoever controls the front is going to be successful. It's going to be the same type of if you're working the clock, you could go ahead and get you that order of nachos in the concession stand because you're not going to be hitting stop on the timer very often. So it doesn't matter if you got a little cheese on your fingers because that clock's going to be rolling throughout the game because both teams are going to be running the ball a whole lot. That's going to be one that's going to be a whole lot of fun and very high stakes. And that's not even mentioning the fact that, oh, yeah, it's a big rivalry. It's a big matchup between two schools that are you know friendly rivals against one another with big implications. That's why we do what we do. That is going to be an awesome, awesome football game next Friday. Let's catch a break when we get back. We're going to take a look at some of the headlines around the world of sports. There's some college football this weekend, y'all. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Maybe a little preseason talk as well. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The music on the bayou, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. The music on the bayou, the Raging Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB, and 102.7 FM. 
Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Hi, I'm Susan Wolverton, account executive for KLEB 1600 AM, the Raging Cajun. I have the experience to help you work out an effective marketing plan for your business. I will sit down with you and personalize an effective advertising plan to fit your budget today. Call me, Susan Wolverton, account executive for KLEB, 1600 AM, The Raging Cajun. Call me at 798-7792. Call me. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne building materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become a part of something bigger and join the team. We're currently hiring for drivers, warehousemen, riggers, crane operators, and forklift operators to work out of Port Fouchon. So apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. You have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health. For the sick, the elderly, and the homebound, our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. We thank Chandler Geetros and Tommy Minton for their time. It's play-by-play. Play. We've got about another 40 minutes left to spend with you here on KLEB. We thank everybody for listening. A reminder, join us tonight, South LaFouche High School, 
for our varsity football coverage of the South Lafouche Jamboree. South Lafouche will be taking on HL Bourgeois at 8.15. Uh, if you don't want to head out so late at 8.15, but I know that's kind of a late start, come on out at about 6 o'clock. You'll be able to see Terrebonne and E.D. White. Our broadcast will be sponsored by 3T Oil, Lady of the Sea General Hospital, State Bank and Trust Company, Advanced Eye Institute, State Farm Agent Ashley Barrios, Dan Oss, Golden Motors, and Tanner McGee for Judge Court of Appeals. Our broadcast is sponsored by Thibodeau Regional Medical Center, Joe Septic Contractors, Terrebonne General Medical Center, Southland Dodge, Rouse's Markets, South Lafouche Bank, Rev, and Heather Hendricks, candidate for Lafouche Parish Judge Division A. Y'all, know I said this earlier in the week, and I try not to repeat myself, but sometimes I can't help it. Um, I'm a proud Casey today, bro. Look, I mean, I got all my little cards and everything for the stuff that I got to read for the, the ball game tonight, you know. First downs will, as always, be brought to you by Golden Motors, and you know, timeouts are brought to you by Tanner McGee, and you know, whatever it may be. All the different little wrinkles we've got. My sponsor list is ginormous. So Susan, Terry, Andrea, Truck, Christy, everybody on the Coastal Broadcasting team sold the hell out of these games, man. I got like 18 businesses on my sponsor list. It's awesome to see these folks supporting high school football in our area, and it's awesome to be part of something that's you know doing a great service for our community and the businesses are rallying around it and supporting it. It's all for the kids, man. It's just great to see. So kudos to our team on a job well done, wanting to get out that humble brag. There is some college football this weekend. Um, there are going to be games throughout the weekend. I've, I've Actually, I think just tomorrow. I don't think there's a Sunday game. But there's a big matchup that will be taking place um, in the big – what are they now? The Big Ten? <laughs> I always get confused. The Big Ten has 12 teams. The Big 12 has 10 teams or whatever the, the old joke is. Nebraska is going to be taking on Northwestern. That'll be a, a conference matchup there. An opportunity for Coach Frost to show that his team has made some strides as they take on Northwestern. Nebraska is an 11.5 point favorite. You also got an SEC team. Vanderbilt will be traveling to Hawaii to take on the uh, the Rainbow Warriors. That'll be Vanderbilt, a nine-and-a-half-point favorite, which tells me that Hawaii must be terrible if Vanderbilt or Vanderbilt is, is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite in that one. The game that a lot of LSU fans will be paying attention to is very much so an ancillary game, very much so a game that is not even getting much national attention, if any at all. It's a game that's currently not even on the betting board. It'll be Florida State taking on Duquesne. Um but it'll be a chance for LSU fans to get a look at their first opponent. Duquesne is going to Tallahassee. Be a game that'll be broadcast on the ACC network tomorrow at four o'clock. From an LSU fan perspective, obviously you'd like to see Florida State struggle a little bit, as you know that kind of lets you believe that your Week One opponent might not be very good. Uh, pay attention at the line of scrimmage. Are they able to get a strong push offensively? Is Duquesne able to run the ball a little bit on them? And then on the flip side to that, if you want to you know, pay attention to a guy on the field, Jordan Travis is the Florida State quarterback. He's pretty good. He had 15 touchdowns, six interceptions last year. But he makes a lot of things happen with his legs also as a runner. Last season, Travis had 530 rush yards and seven touchdowns. So that'll be one to pay attention to. Don't expect a whole lot of drama in this one. Florida State's likely going to win decisively. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. That's why they play the game. I would like to see how Florida State's defense performs. Last year, they were ungodly bad at times on defense. They gave up tons and tons of points, tons and tons of big plays. You know, I remember a game last year where, uh, you know, they gave up 
uh, 30 points to Syracuse. They got hammered by Louisville. You know, they, of course, lost to Jacksonville State, which was embarrassing and kind of turned things around. So we'll see how that goes uh, on tomorrow as Florida State tries to make amends. They were 5-7 and seven last year. They weren't any good. They're trying to make amends and have an even better season there. Um, let's talk a little bit of NFL here now because the New Orleans Saints are going to be playing tonight in the Dome, taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, man, I got to tell you, um, I don't often do the whole preseason matters thing because I don't think it matters. But I'm looking to see the Saints perhaps play a little better today than what they have in the first two preseason games. And look, I get it. it. You know, you shouldn't read a whole lot into those first two because none of the key guys were playing, but that's the point. I want to see the key guys play. Um, if, if Tom Brady, and Tom Brady by all accounts is playing this week for Tampa, if he could play a preseason game at 45 after missing almost a month of camp, we could see Jameis Winston. We could see, you know, whoever it may be for New Orleans, get out there even for just a couple of series. I want to see him develop that chemistry with Olave and with Landry and whatever it may be. Um, so, yeah, I think this is a big one. And I'm not even talking about the results, right? I don't care if New Orleans wins or loses the game. That's that's trivial to me. That's irrelevant to me. I just want to see the dudes out on the field performing and getting opportunities to get some work. Because right now it's a team that, you know, Michael Thomas is injured and Winston has a foot injury and whatever. Like, they're just a bunch of small little injuries that are summing themselves up into being a bigger thing. I want to see those things start to heal up and the timing of that start to work out to where we get Winston out there. I doubt Thomas is going to play, but we get an opportunity to see what it's going to look like before the start of the season. So that's going to be something to look forward to tonight in the Dome as New Orleans will be taking on Los Angeles. Um, Major League Baseball news. Um, uh, Rodriguez, the big gun out there, Julio Rodriguez, the good young player for the Mariners, has signed a 14-year uh, extension that could be worth more than $400 million in incentives, and it's going to be worth at least $210 million for Seattle. Julio Rodriguez is a 21-year-old phenom center fielder. He's batting 269 on the season, 20 home runs, 64 RBI. We're seeing now in Major League Baseball – this change where in years past, look, the way that the sport is structured, you call a guy up from the minors and then you got like tons and tons of control over his future four, five, six, seven years at times, you know, after you deal with arbitration and other things where you got control of their career for a long time. What teams are doing now is that and, and during those arbitration and team controlled seasons, right? The player's really not making a whole lot. No matter how well he's performing, they're not making a whole lot. So what we're seeing is now teams are saying, okay, you're playing well at a young age. We understand that you're not making a whole lot of money. So let's do this. And what they do is early in their career, they extend them on like this 10 or 11 year extension. So it pays them up front right now, makes them rich and sets them up for life right now. And then it steals a couple of years beyond the arbitration years where maybe because look, Julio Rodriguez in this deal is going to be making like 16, $17 million at the end of his arbitration years. The Mariners are going to get a deal there on the back end if he continues to perform. Whereas if he would have went to free agency, he would be looking at a contract that would be upwards of 30, $35 million. So they're paying you more now but stealing a couple of extra years at kind of a discounted rate on the back end 
Julio Rodriguez will be staying in Seattle. Uh, 21-year-old player, batting 270, 20 home runs, 64 RBI. So good move for Seattle, solidifying their future. And it's good for baseball that these things happen, right? Because we have fewer free agent players now because the young guys are getting extended. So fewer of these phenom-type guys, like Mike Trout's never been a free agent. The Angels are trying to extend Otani to keep him off the market. Ronald Acuna got a similar deal from Atlanta where they extended him long into the future. Same for Ozzy Albies. A lot of these guys are now not getting the opportunity to become free agents, which is creating more parity in the sport because the Yankees and Dodgers can't just sign everybody every single offseason. So I think it's good for the sport the way this is playing out. Big weekend series taking place out in St. Louis. My Atlanta Braves taking on the St. Louis Cardinals. Both of these teams have been really hot in recent weeks. I think it's an opportunity for the Cardinals to maybe try to solidify themselves as a big dog in the National League. Everybody's just kind of written off the idea that the central champion is going to be a factor in this thing. I'm not all the way there, but I do think St. Louis, when they perform well, could be one of those types of teams. Um, I want to see the Cardinals pitch uh, because... These teams played a four-game series in Atlanta earlier in the season, and the Cardinals pitching staff had trouble at times keeping up with the home run ball for Atlanta. And then on the flip side to that, I want to see the Cardinal offense handle Atlanta pitching because conversely to that, these two teams played in Atlanta in a four-game series, and the Cardinals scored, oh, seven runs in the four games. That's the one thing that I think could be troubling for St. Louis as we go forward towards the postseason run is do they have enough depth in their lineup to have a long enough, stretched out enough lineup? Because at times when they struggle, it's just as easy as, okay, if you get or not on Goldschmidt out, they just don't score. Now, their lineup has become longer because Albert Pujols has started to swing it. You know, Donovan has started to swing it better. Dickerson's gotten a little bit hotter. Uh, DeYoung has uh, he had a few moments here and there, but he's kind of tailed off a little bit after you know uh, a fresh start after getting called down and then called back up. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. That's a big series for both teams, and uh, we'll see how it goes. The Cardinals are firmly in control of the Central. The Braves are chasing the Mets and are only two games back. <laughs> be a good opportunity both ways to see you know where both teams uh, stack up in the hierarchy of the NL Central. The Yankees, boy, my Yankees, my New York Yankees. I'm not a fan of the Yankees, but I'm the only one that seemingly hadn't written them off and thrown them out to pasture after they had struggled. They've now won four games in a row and are seemingly riding the ship. They crushed the Oakland Athletics 14-3 to yesterday. They're going to continue to beat up on the Athletics throughout the course of the weekend. Y'all, this team was always okay. If this were not the Yankees and if this were the Guardians who had that same record and then lost 7 out of 10 or was 4-14 four and 14 in their last 18 or whatever it may be, no one would have said a thing. It was just the headline and the spotlight that the Yankees carry that you know caused so much more panic and angst. And I mentioned it on the show several times here, and I'll mention it again. <laughs> Even when they were losing, they weren't losing bad because they pitched so good. They've got such an elite staff of arms. Look, they had a stretch where they lost to Seattle 1-0, lost to Seattle 4-3, lost to the Red Sox 3-2, lost to the Red Sox 3-0, lost to the Rays 4-0, lost to the Rays 3-1. Yeah, they're losing all these ball games, but they're just giving up three and four runs in each one, which means that they're just a walk, a, you know, a bloop, and then a blast away from tying it at all times. They're never out of a game. They get Giancarlo Stanton back into the lineup last night. 
you know, they're going to get a few guys. Josh Donaldson might get going. DJ LeMay, he might get hot again. They're going to figure some things out offensively, and I'm not worried about them near as much as a lot of the folks around the national media are. I think they're going to be just okay. They've won four in a row, and I think they're going to continue to get back on track. It's play-by-play. Let's catch a break when we get back. Weekend predictions. We'll give you a rundown of some things we expect to see over the course of the weekend. We'll be right back after this. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at DufresneLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit tghealthsystem.com. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Just Claire here. Hope everybody's enjoying their day as much as we are. 
It's Friday, so it's time to get our weekend predictions from things we expect to happen in the world of sports, and we dive headfirst into this first weekend prediction, which is I think that the St. Louis Cardinals are going to take two of three from Atlanta this coming weekend. I just talked about this series. I think it means slightly more to the Cardinals than it does to Atlanta just in terms of perception. Atlanta is um, going to go to the playoffs whether they win the East or not. Do they maybe have to win an extra game or two if they end up being the wild card? Sure. Is that a disadvantage? Sure. But I think from the Cardinals' perspective, if you ask a Major League Baseball expert or pundit or a betting sharp in Las Vegas who they think is going to win the National League, they're going to tell you without hesitation, they're going to say in any order, Dodgers, Padres, Braves, Mets, and then maybe you'll get the Cardinals on the back end of that. And it's just because folks have written off the Central because for most of the season, the Central leader was just kind of hovering barely above 500. But the Cardinals have ascended and they've played exceptionally well lately and they have really made a push. They're now 19 games above 500 and they've got control of the Central, leading it by six games. This is an opportunity to 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 prove it again. And, and I say prove it like they haven't beaten anybody good all season. They have swept the Yankees a couple weeks ago. Like they have played some good baseball but it's an opportunity to again show that, hey, man, in the National League playoff chase, we're right there. We've got an opportunity to do this just as everyone else does. So that's a big series. The pitching matchups will be pretty good. You got Strider and Quintana tonight. You got Morton and Montgomery tomorrow. And then you got Odorizzi and Wainwright on Sunday. So three night games, which is rare for a weekend series, but that should be some good baseball played out there in St. Louis. And we look forward to seeing it. The next weekend prediction that I'm going to make, I think South Lafouche is going to beat HL Bourgeois tonight. Um, I just think that the Tarpons are ready. I think that there were some opportunities offensively last week that South Lafouche could have taken advantage of, being a little more heavy running the ball, a little more power-based that they didn't because they wanted to get some work for the quarterbacks. I think that Carson Ogeron is going to have a big day. I think that Berg's going to have a big day. I think that the Tarpons' offense is going to uh, push forward. And I think that they're going to have a great opportunity to beat HL Bourgeois tonight. Also, the same jamboree. I think E.D. White's going to make a statement tonight. E.D. White, at times, and I watched some of the tape of this. I saw some of the highlights that were posted. Zachary kind of pushed them around a little bit. Kyle was saying, don't like being pushed around. I'm sure, and I'm not there. I'm not at practice. I didn't witness this firsthand. But I'm sure they were challenged very heavily in practice this week to say, hey, you know what? This happened a little bit at times in our scrimmage with Zachary. This ain't happening anymore. I think that E.D. White is going to be motivated and ready to go a little more so than what some teams usually are in a jamboree. I think they're going to try to bring the bully to Terrebonne. They're going to try to push them around, control the line of scrimmage, move the line forward. I expect to see E.D. White play exceptionally well today against Terrebonne. The next prediction, I think we're going to see Jameis Winston play tonight for the Saints against Los Angeles. That's the good news. Bad news, I don't think he's going to play very well. Um, It's just something, dude. Like, guys come back from the ACL injury, and it takes them a little while. For whatever reason, guys come back from the ACL injury in football, and it takes them a little while before they look like their, their old selves. Winston has been in and out of the lineup. He's been, you know, hit or miss. He's been struggling. I go back to Joe Burrow last season. Remember when Joe Burrow had the ACL last year in camp? They were saying, oh, he's turning it over. He's not playing well. And then even at the beginning of the season last year, y'all, 
The Bengals made the Super Bowl, but the Bengals were not this early season juggernaut. They were only 10-7 and seven on the season. They just kind of snuck into the playoffs, got hot at the right time. At the beginning of the year last year, Burrow had some moments where he wasn't any good. In week two, he turned over the ball three times against the Bears, and they lost. He had some fumbling issues early. Only had 14 of 18 completions against the Steelers in week three. So, like, there were some times early in the year where there was some rust there from not having played a whole lot. Um, and then, of course, we know the story from there. He got hot as the year went on, and he ended up being his normal self. But I don't expect to see Winston, you know, just rolling and, and, and you know, in cruise control. With all the time that he missed and all the reps that he missed, I think there's going to be a little bit of rust there. He doesn't know the receivers as well as he needs to. And I think that he's going to kind of look a little bit rugged at times. And that's what we've seen in camp. We've mentioned this here. When the days that he's been out, what are the reports out of camp? Oh, Dalton and Thomas had a great day in camp. You know, Dalton and Alave connected on a touchdown. Dalton and Jarvis Landry connected on a touchdown. And a lot of the days where Winston has been there and available and has been practicing, what were the reports? Oh, the Saints' defense dominated today. The Saints' defense was incredible. So just something to pay attention to. Look, and if he goes out and he struggles and he plays three drives and they go three and out all three drives, that's not to say the team won't be any good. I'm just telling you it's going to take a little bit of time. You don't come back from an ACL injury and right away are just firing on all cylinders. It's going to be a month or so into the season before we start to see him play some of his best football. Uh, another weekend prediction. I think that we're going to see Scotty Scheffler win the tour championship and then the gazillions of dollars that go with that. Um, he's got a five-stroke lead out there currently, so I'm not exactly going out on a limb when I say that. He's 15 under par. He leads Xander Schauffele by five strokes. Um, Scheffler's really good, y'all. Um, I mentioned this often when I talk about golf. We missed an entire generation of really, really talented players because, frankly, they just wanted to party and be rich, and they don't care about golf enough to take it to the next level. The Spieth, Fowler, you know, all that little fraternity, Jason Day, like all those younger players who are now becoming like in their early 30s type players, they all had opportunities to be great and they all experienced early career success and they all gagged over it because they didn't know how to handle it. Too many Instagram posts on in the beach on the Bahamas and jumping off of cruise ships and all the crazy things that they did. They were more interested in being rich, uh, you know, frat bros than they were winning golf tournaments. You know what we don't see out of Scotty Scheffler? Any of that garbage. Scotty Scheffler's low-key. He is not very vocal. He's not very active. He doesn't play for the likes or for the retweets like that previous generation did. Scheffler just focused on winning and lining up every week and saying, you know what, we're going to play and I'm going to beat your ass every week. He's 15 under par right now. He's got a great opportunity to win the Tour Championship He's going to be around a long, long time. You ask me if there's going to be anything similar to Tiger Woods in my lifetime. Eh, probably not. But Scheffler's got a chance to win six, seven majors. He's got a chance to have one of those types of careers. Next weekend prediction that I got for you guys today is I think that Central Lafouche is going to continue to play well. The reports are you know, that they fared well in their scrimmage. I wasn't there, but that they fared well in their scrimmage against Assumption. Coach Pop told me at media day, hey, man, the kids are buying in. The kids are competing. They're doing the best that they can. It's good to hear. Good to see. Um, I, they're taking on uh, South Terrebonne today, which is another team with a first-year coach learning a new offense, learning a new system. I wouldn't be surprised. And I'm not predicting this. I'm not saying they're going to win. But I wouldn't be surprised if tonight, when we're reading our scoreboard updates throughout the course of the scrimmage, 
that we're going to be saying, hey, you know, South Terrebonne 7, Central Lafouche 6, or something that would be very close and very competitive. I think the days of Central Lafouche football just losing 40 to nothing every week are done. I think they're going to be far more competitive. Don't know how many games they'll win because their schedule's tough, their district's tough. But I think they're going to be in ball games and they're going to be competing with some of that youth that they had in recent years is going to mature and blossom into big-time players. So just be on the lookout for that. One more, and then we'll get out of here. I think that my Dallas Cowboys are going to play pretty well tonight against the Seattle Seahawks. The Cowboys are taking on Seattle. Um, it's been a weird postseason for Dallas. Or weird postseason. <laughs> postseason, right? My Cowboys don't make the postseason. What am I saying? It's been a weird preseason for Dallas in that they, too, have not played very many of the regulars, and it's kind of been a little bit of a mess. It's been sloppy. And tonight, by all accounts, I don't know that Prescott's going to play either. I just think that, you know, there's a lot of talk with, you know, Tyron Smith going down. There's a lot of talk of, you know, man, oh, can this team survive without this or without that? And I don't know. I, I've just been watching some videos and studying some things and some coverage of the team. The guys seem to have a little bit of, chip, of a chip on their shoulder because they don't like that they're being disrespected uh, the way that they have and, you know, that a lot of people are picking Philadelphia or whatever it may be. I, I just I just think that they're gonna they're gonna play pretty well tonight. And if they don't play well tonight, I do think that they're gonna start off the season pretty strong and do some things there as well. Let's see if I can find one more for you guys. Uh let's see where we could go here with our weekend predictions. I got three or four more that I could give you. Which one do I like the best given the time that I have? A lot of how about this one? We talked about this in the last segment of the show. The Yankees are gonna sweep the A's. They're playing out in Oakland. The Yankees pitch so well that the A's just won't be able to score. And what that's going to do is that that's going to allow the Yankees offense to settle in and know, hey, if we just score a little bit, this game's over. They beat them 13-4 to last night in a game that wasn't even that close. The Yankees actually led that game 10 to nothing at one point going into the sixth inning. Yankees threw some B-list relievers, and the A's kind of got a run or two here or there at the back end. I think New York is going to control that four-game series, dominate that four-game series, and by the end of the weekend, whenever we sit in here on Monday, I'm going to be giving a weekend W to New York, and we're going to all kind of be laughing off this idea that, oh, they're going to get caught in the East. They're going to blow this big lead. No, they're not. They're still up by 7.5. They're going to win the American League East, and they're going to punch a very high seed into the American League playoffs. Those are my weekend predictions. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to look over the headlines one more time, give one more rundown of some things we're hoping to see in the Jamborees tonight. And then we're going to make our betting picks. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back to close up the show, close up the week, and head you guys home to the weekend with some sports tips that you guys will carry into the weekend. We'll be right back after this. Today's Medical Minute is provided to you by Thibodeau Regional Medical Center. Hello, I'm Billy Nakian, the director of the Spine Center of Excellence at Thibodeau Regional. Have you had a recent neck or back injury, or have you been suffering with recurrent neck and back pain? Have you been searching for relief? Thibodeau Regional has developed a unique approach to treating neck and back disorders. The Spine Center of Excellence provides a comprehensive, patient-centered approach to ensure that you receive the right care at the right time from the right provider. The Spine Center is different because it offers centralized access to multiple specialties and services. Patients and their referring physicians are led by a nurse navigator through a process of assessment and treatment, individually tailored to the patient's unique condition. In addition to total care coordination, the Spine Center's comprehensive services include everything from high-tech diagnostic imaging to physical therapy, surgery, alternative medicines, and chronic pain services. 
If you're experiencing back or neck pain, call today, 985-493-4501. The Spine Center of Excellence of Thibodeau Regional will put you on the path back to your normal routine. This Medical Minute was sponsored by Thibodeau Regional Medical Center, nationally recognized for providing the highest level of quality care and patient satisfaction. Want more from your bank? Open a Cajun Pride checking account at State Bank and Trust Company and enjoy the benefits. Unlimited check writing, overdraft protection, online banking, mobile banking, debit card, ID theft assistance, safe deposit box discounts, prescription drug discounts, shopping, travel, entertainment discounts, and much more. Call or come in for more information about applicable fees and terms. State Bank and Trust Company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. State Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC. Oorah! I am Wilbur Lewis, a Vietnam veteran. With the help of some generous donors, I'm trying to get our local veterans together, along with their wives, for a Veterans Day dinner at the VFW Hall in La Rose on November the 12th at 6.30 p.m. If I have not contacted you yet and you are interested in attending the dinner, please text me your name and phone number and the branch of service, 985-637-3849, Hoorah! Thank you. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. For nearly half a century, Tiger Ag Magazine has covered all things LSU sports. The 2003 National Championship with Coach Nick Saban. Tiger Rag Magazine was there. The 2007 National Championship with Coach Les Miles. Tiger Rag Magazine was there. And the undefeated season of the 2019 National Championship with Coach Ed Ordron. Tiger Rag was there with coverage from the practice field to the hoisting of the trophy. But in all these years of LSU sports moments, there has never been a more exciting time to be a Tiger fan than now. A new era has arrived at Tiger Stadium. Coach Brian Kelly has arrived in Baton Rouge with aspirations of grasping the one thing thing. that has eluded his illustrious career, a national championship. It takes hard work. It takes a commitment. Tiger Rag Magazine will be there every step of the way as Coach Kelly attempts to solidify his status in Louisiana immortality. Follow each moment with Tiger Rag Magazine on newsstands now online at tigerrag.com. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. And welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Hope everybody's enjoying their Friday. We've got one segment left to go here on the show. We want to thank Chandler Gitros and Tommy Minton one more time. Let's also thank our sponsors one more time, the Blue Boot Foundation. Look, man, I the Blue Boot Foundation is incredible. They also are sponsoring our Generation Next over at the newspaper, which is going to allow us to spotlight local kids who are making an impact. 
Uh, couldn't be more grateful to Corey and Darby and Nicole and the whole Blue Boot Foundation team. Southland Dodge and Homa, industrial power systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. New friend building materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. How about Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results? Rouse's Markets, feels like home. Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. Tomorrow, the Sports Corner will be from 10 to 12, presented by Terrebonne General Health System. Stan Gravois and myself will bring the latest in local high school, college, and professional sports. We'll be breaking down the jamborees and giving a preview of some things you could expect to see in the college ranks. That's sponsored by State Bank and Trust Company. Then also tonight, one more time, Join us live Friday night football, varsity football coverage this Friday. The South Lafouche Jamboree, the Tarpons, will be taking on HL Bourgeois, 8-15. Look forward to seeing Coach Sterling Washington and Andrew Kaiwet and all our friends out from the reservation. Our broadcast will be sponsored by 3T Oil, Lady of the Sea General Hospital, State Bank and Trust Company, Advanced Eye Institute, State Form Agent Ashley Barrios, Danos, Golden Motors, and Tanner McGee for Judge Court of Appeals, in addition to Thibodeau Regional Medical Center, Joe Septic Contractors, Terrebonne General Medical Center, Southland Dodge, Rouse's Markets, South Lafouche Bank, Rev, and Heather Hendricks, candidate for Lafouche Parish, Judge Division A. Look forward to saying, oh, that's a Golden Motors first down. Very often tonight as the Tarpons will be taking on the Braves. Reiterate from the top of the show, a couple things to look for tonight. Don't pay as much attention to the scoreboard as some of the things that you see with your eyes. Can the Tarpons offensive line move the line of scrimmage against HL Bourgeois? If so, should be very happy and pleased, but that's not an easy defensive front to move around. On the flip side to that, can the Tarpons defense tackle in space? That'll be a big challenge throughout the course of the season. The kids are capable of doing it. We've just never seen them do it in a varsity setting before because there's so many new starters. Can the kids tackle in space if they can? to be a really good defense. If they can't, it's going to be a defense where it's going to win a lot of snaps, but they're going to lose the one or two snaps. They're going to end up allowing big plays. So that'll be the big point of emphasis throughout the season for Coach Guidry and his crew is can they allow or can they avoid rather those big plays by making those tackles in space. On the first game tonight, uh, you got E.D. White and Terrebonne. Again, reiterating from what we said earlier in the show, can Terrebonne hold up defensively against that mean E.D. White front and then can the EDY defense hold up against the Terrebonne athletes? We heard Tommy Minton say earlier in the show when he was on, hey, man, I didn't think my defense played well against Terrebonne. They got their ball to the athletes in space. We had a hard time corralling them. Um, yeah, I'm sure that was a little bit of Vanderbilt's defense not playing well. I'm sure that also was in uh, in some spots Terrebonne's offense just being pretty damn good. So we'll be keeping an eye on all of those little headlines and all those little tidbits as we approach the Jamboree. And then next week, y'all, it's week one. I mean, we're going to be breaking down the matchups locally, giving you some thoughts and some conversations and some of the things we expect to see happening in our area. It is now time to make some betting picks, and then we'll get out of here to close up the show. I like today. Let's pull up the old betting list here. The first game on the list today, I like the Red Sox to beat Tampa Bay today, covering a minus 125 money line. Boston's a... Favored at home, but not by a lot. I think they should be favored by more. Boston's only good pitcher is Michael Waka, and he is throwing today. He's 8-1 with a 2.28 ERA facing Tampa. Tampa's throwing a guy, uh, an opener, who's only thrown two innings all season. That's JT Chergos. I think that Boston's offense is going to open up, get a run or two, and I think that with Waka on the mound, the Red Sox are going to be able to find a way 
to get the win. So give me the Red Sox to take care of business there. Also, in American League action, amongst playoff contenders, much like Tampa Bay and Boston, I like the Astros to win and cover the run line, minus a run and a half against the Baltimore Orioles. Yo, I'm sorry, and I know that I've done segments on this team here on the show. Just not buying the Orioles all the way as a, as a full-on threat. What they're doing is fun, and what they're doing is great for baseball. And shame on their ownership and management for not buying at the deadline to enhance this team. They've been fun to watch. They've played so hard. They're so scrappy. They're just not the Astros, man. <clears throat> They're just not the Astros. Houston is 81-45 and 45 on the season. They've got Lance McCullers throwing. McCullers has made a couple of starts after coming off the disabled list, or the injured list now as it's called. Kyle Bradish is throwing for Baltimore. He's just not very good. He's got a 6.25 ERA. Houston's going to pitch it well. They're going to keep Baltimore from scoring. And the Astros offense is going to do enough. I like the Astros to take care of business in this in this one covering the run line. One more, and then we'll get out of here. I like, let's see, let's go to this one. I like the Dodgers to win and cover the run line minus a run and a half today against Miami. Tyler Anderson has been one of the best pitchers in the game this season. He's a guy for Los Angeles that most people don't even know exists. He's 13-2 and two in the season, 2.73 ERA. Tyler Anderson, prior to this season, had never really been a big-time guy. He's 32. This resurgence that he has had has come completely out of nowhere. He has been a starter now for one, two, three, four, five, six seasons. He had a 3.54 ERA as a rookie. <clears throat> Excuse me, and then everything else has been a mess. 4.81, 4.55, 11.76, 4.37. So he's like a mid-fours ERA guy. This year, out of nowhere with the Dodgers, 13-2, and 2.73 ERA. He's been absolutely incredible. And I think that today against Miami, he's going to do well in that big park. And I like the Dodgers to win and cover the line because we don't even know who Miami's starter is going to be. It's unannounced. That means it'll likely be a bullpen game. I've seen Miami a whole lot this year. They don't have a very good bullpen, especially not to cover nine innings against the Dodgers offense. I think it's going to be one of those situations where in such a big park, the Marlins are going to hit a lot of fly balls that'll be caught. The Dodgers are going to hit a lot of fly balls that are going to go over people's heads and maybe even into the stands. I like the Dodgers to score enough to make it happen. That's it for us today, y'all. It's been a good show. We thank everybody for listening. Our numbers have been great. Like our web numbers have been great. Thanks to everybody for the support. Hit subscribe wherever you listen. We'll send you every episode from there. I'm going to get this one uploaded in just a second. We're going to be at Memorial Stadium tonight. We cannot wait. We're going to be in studio tomorrow to break it all back down for the Sports Corner. Again, cannot wait. The time of the year that we have all been anticipating is finally here, and we look forward to bringing it all to you over the next several weeks. The ride has begun, y'all. Get on the bus. Put on your uh, you know, your seatbelt. Let's go. Tonight's Jamboree night, and we cannot wait. You've been listening to Play by Play. We'll be back Monday at the same time. Have a wonderful weekend. Stay dry. Stay safe. Enjoy the games. God bless everybody.